song you never heard of. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. Welcome to the Common Folk Podcast. The welcome, the welcoming. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. He also I'm had working a working on it. You yeah. Know. That was a little bit of a radio voice. He yep. fluctuated your voice. I'm learning from you. That's pretty good. Yeah. Carl, yeah. have you been in studio and I didn't know about this? <laughs> no, I just I spend a lot of my waking hours listening to Andy's recordings on the radio and all that kind of oh, stuff. And right. Morning. You're the one that's up at four AM. The morning not. show. Yeah. <laughs> Studying. <laughs> when I'm working out usually, actually. Oh man. Oh, oh really? Wow. Oh, whoa. <laughs> he threw in two lies right there. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Man. Not, she's not going to let you have it. Nope. Guess not. <laughs> guess not. So uh, let's just get right into it. We don't have any guests today. We've got a topic that we want to talk about. Um, I think this particular topic is perfect for common folk because yep. there's a, a lot of elements in here mm-hmm. that... Um, that I believe, and I know a lot of people believe, and that you're not hearing on, you know, the national news outlets. They're mm-hmm. not. They're not addressing this to me obvious stuff, which is what this right. common folk thing is all about. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Some very glaring, just obvious points that maybe we want to go over. Yeah. Yeah. So that topic is this whole case surrounding the Alec Baldwin movie Rust and the shooting. Mm-hmm. The uh, what do you call it? The um, the alleged homicide. It's yeah, a, it's alleged at a, this point. Right? Alleged. So they're already throwing verbiage in it like that. Where, I mean, if you just I mean, boil we it know down, she passed away. Uh, she was murdered. Yeah, yeah exactly. She, she was shot to death by a forty-five Colt handgun. Right. Right. right yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, and, just the, you can leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Facts are facts. It's just it's it's alleged in that he has not been convicted yet. Okay. Um, may or may not be, but you know most of the writings on the wall. But what we want to talk about is what, how all this went down and what we think about each one of these things along the way, and to again give that common sense perspective of, come on, man, this is what happened. This is what's going on. So to start kicking that off, um, let's first get into what supposedly happen so they're making this movie there's yeah. all these all these actors and all this kind of stuff it's it seems like it's some wild west movie and it was a a movie uh that was going to be streamed on hulu is that right i think netflix. i think it's a netflix movie. netflix movie okay yeah. and you're seeing a lot more actors do that they're jumping ship and becoming signing exclusive deals with whether it's apple hulu netflix right. Uh, and we might be doing the same. We might be hopping on a platform. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. There, that could happen. That could happen. So this was outside? Yes. So they're on, they're on I assume they're on set somewhere. Okay. Um, and I think it's important to mention, like Andy said, you know, this is a, a Netflix, um, I think, exclusive show. So I'm sure they're funding it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's their studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alec Baldwin, from what I understand, I'd have to look up the specifics. It doesn't really matter, but is some kind of bigwig on set. So he's the producer or director or something. Right, co-producer, assistant director, whatever. He's one of the higher-ups. Yeah, So, and it's important to understand because those are the people that are in charge of everything Mm -hmm. when it all boils down. Well, it's like for me, if I take a sports perspective at it, Mm -hmm. when some of your football players are 
you know, caught drinking or, you know, running the muck downtown, that all comes back on the coach. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't go to the, uh, the general manager or it doesn't go to the team captain. It goes back on the coach. Well, and, and even an even better comparison with that scenario would be, you know, the football coach and they're playing a game and the players execute some kind of play that has been practiced or whatever, mm -hmm. and they didn't do it right. They didn't. They didn't follow the guidelines they should have. Something went wrong. Someone they got hurt. Yeah, they, someone gets hurt dramatically, or they fumble the ball. The other team gets it. Whatever. Yeah, you know, you're gonna say, "Oh man, that player. You know, they should have done better or whatever." But you're also gonna go back to the boss. Like at the end of the day, the coach is gonna have to sit down with the owner. Yeah. And answer for it and be accountable. Mm -hmm. That's the one that's gonna answer for it. Yeah. So that's the point that needs to be made is that. This guy was a boss on set, um, and and so many things that he's saying, you know, tr trying to to point the blame on these other people, yeah, like this armorer on mm -hmm. the on the scene. I thought it was hilarious in the one interview we were kind of reading over. Uh, he's like, well, "I didn't even know what an armorer was until recently," and then he also says in the same freaking sentence, "And that's the way I've always done it." Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Already we got to back it up. So yeah. you've always gone to an armorer. And that's a term you didn't even know existed till recently. Right, right. So, Alec, you already see where the contradictions are starting. You just opened up your your argument here. Yeah, there's a lot of contradictions. And um, he, he went on to say in that interview that, you know, we always just called him a prop guy or girl. Prop woman. Okay, he, he tried yeah. to correct himself. Yeah. Prop, prop woman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're prop, they're prop people. So are these things props or are they real? Yeah, I mean, well, so we thought real. they were props. Yeah, so that was that's something that I want to touch on as well from a com common folk perspective. I don't know how many people knew this. Maybe I'm just dumb, but no, I always thought that guns on sets of movies like this, especially, yeah. were true like, replicas. Yeah, like fake pieces that, that they, could not hurt someone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they. And there's even a, a sub market for those guns, you know, and it, it to to so you don't have to buy a real gun. You can just use it as self protection, hoping someone buys it. You know, or you know, if you point at someone, they're like, oh man, don't you know? Uh, so they make those replicas, and yeah, especially with the way um, sound effects are added mm -hmm. uh, and special effects are used. If you watch real closely now, you see fire getting spit out at the end of a barrel mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. of a gun. That's all added now. Yeah. So I, I was kind of surprised to hear uh, that they were using real guns. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. You want it to look real and everything else, but they actually make replicas. And one of the one of my favorite movies, uh, Snatch. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yep, we've seen that. I mean, that's a big part of the movie where the guy gets called out and he goes, uh, on the side of yours, it should say Desert Eagle. It says replica. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> that's you know. right. Yeah, I forgot just, about that. Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> so he'd, wouldn't you just always use the replica on set for something like that? And here's how, um, you know, dumb I am to this whole situation. Back in 1994... The Crow was a big movie. It was like mm -hmm. a, and it's still a huge movie. Um, guys still dress up like that dude for Halloween. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lee was his name. Bra- was it Brandon? Brandon? I think so, yeah. But uh, he was shot to death on set, similar scenario. Oh, God. And that, and that was in 94. So I, I thought, okay, since 94, I thought, okay, we learned our lesson. Like almost 20 years later. Yeah, let's not use real guns anymore because we're not going to do away with guns and glorifying war and all that type of stuff. We're still going to profit off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can at least take a small measure and just not use real guns on set. Mm-hmm. But I guess we don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I thought at a minimum, like, if they were real guns, that they were, like, disabled in one way or another. Right. Like, the action would have been foiled up somehow, Maybe somewhere. the hammer's ground down or... Yeah, you just don't have the pin. Yeah, the firing pin's taken out There'd or... There'd be so many ways to yeah. disarm that to make it, you know, a non-firing Right, right. Weapon. <clears throat> and I guess the thing would be in movies if they need to if they need to get that true um shot as far as like the explosion and the smoke mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, then it would need to be active in one way or another. Then go to the range and do it and act like you know what I mean? You can have how many times do they not superimpose, but you know, like As this is movies. Fi- yeah. Exactly. I think you'd probably look better. You know, mm-hmm. if you did use special effects mm-hmm. rather than trying to catch it for real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I, I can see, like, blanks getting used and things like that. But then what I see as, like, just a logical person thinking through this is, okay, if that's what we're going to do, then we're going to put in levels of uh, checks and balances. Mm-hmm that are going to make this an extremely safe environment. Yeah. So there's stories that have come out. I haven't I haven't looked them up myself or confirmed everything, but they say something along the lines of like the evenings before some of the cast and crew were out actually shooting these guns mm-hmm. like in the desert or wherever they oh, were. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Out on set. Yeah, yeah. just like, for the fun of it, like okay. target shooting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like obviously that is not allowed. Period. You know, I mean, you're on you're on this movie set, yeah, and everything has to stay in a certain order. Mm-hmm. And you, as the director, the producer, the money man behind the scene, that falls on you. That doesn't get allowed. You, yeah. you there's no way that is it should be okay. And isn't he an anti-gun person, anyways? Yeah. So the this is this is another part of this conversation that that we want to talk about. So. I better open up one of these for this. Yeah, this is gonna this go. is gonna get <laughs> deep here for a little bit. Okay, because yeah, I mean, I'm not fully versed on this story, but if I can remember that he's not <clears throat> so big on guns, so that's what made me think that. No, and he's been at odds uh, with the NRA because they're the biggest pro, right? You know, gun right group out there, so that's who you attack, right? Uh, he's always whenever the NRA comes out with a statement, he's usually pretty quick, or his publicist has him say something, mm-hmm. you know, to the contrary or against it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so there's, obviously there's been a number of things. In if you just quick Google search it, one of the first thing that, things that comes up is a, a spat that he had with uh, one of the spokespeople from the NRA. Um, I don't know exactly how to pronounce this lady's name, but it's Dana Lesh, something along those lines. This was like 2018. Um he doesn't like something she's talking about, and they're going back and forth on Twitter, and he says, this is exactly what he says on his tweet. Uh, I see that she wants to, to take back the truth, in parentheses. She doesn't care how many dead bodies she has to step over in that pursuit. The Second Amendment is not a moral credit card that buys you all the guns you want. That law needs to be rethought. 
you know, so clearly what the guy's saying is that he thinks we need more gun laws. Mm-hmm. We need more restrictions on guns. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's clear what the guy thinks. Yeah. I don't think that's in debate. Um, here's where I have the problem. You cannot take that stance and talk all this trash about those rights mm-hmm. and what other Americans are doing when you then make the decision to go ahead and use those same things to yeah. make your money. Right. You know what I mean? Totally profiting off of firearms, uh, being cool holding a firearm, glorifying war and and using firearms in a dishonest way or, you mm-hmm. know, a, a negative way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Right. So he should be able to say that and then be able to be in movies that don't have guns in it. Basically is what you're, you know what I mean? Right. Like, what, I, what I'm saying is, is, is walk the talk. Yeah. Like, well, he's smoking it from both ends. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's what's happening. If you, if you, if this is what you truly believe, I'm not saying that you don't have the right to speak your mind and have your own beliefs. You yeah. totally do. But if you're, if what you say and your actions are in complete contrast, mm-hmm. then what you do is out the window to me. Mm-hmm. That's that's the common po- folk perspective. That's yeah. that's just basic. Real basic stuff. Save yourself from being a hypocrite. It's right. either one way or the other. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? And, and on a lot of things, and I think we are, do a pretty good job of arguing for the gray. You know, there's mm-hmm. always somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. you know. But on this one, Mr. Eric Baldwin, you're the one that made this very black and white. He did. So – you need to pick a side, and now he's trying to play it from both ends. Mm-hmm. And what's another frustrating element, and you've touched on this, Ben, is that he's trying to forego all the responsibility. Even though he wanted all the responsibility and all the tags, I'm co-producer, I'm co-director, uh, and all this other stuff. Um, and then he was even blaming it on the handlers and, mm-hmm. and the prop. He had to even retract that statement, prop, prop people. That's just men, such a men and women, mm-hmm. you know, like God, it's just your wokeism knows no boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, and <laughs> that's why it's just so cowardly, <laughs> you know, to push blame yeah. on your people under you and or like take some mm-hmm. ownership, some pride, step yeah. up, say you screwed up. Maybe you, you didn't know even, someone put a live bullet in it, you know, yeah. or, you know, real, whatever you want to call that, it. That's a fair point. Like, Someone had a job on that set, and they failed as the armorer mm-hmm. to be providing those weapons and whatever other props that may be involved um, that people can trust. Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing with uh, a lethal weapon, there has to be multiple levels of checks. Right? Yeah. Anybody mm-hmm. who owns a gun. And spends any time around guns knows, all of us know, the first thing you do when you get a gun handed to you is check to see if it's got a live round in it. And never point it at somebody. I know. I was just it, thinking exactly. that. Yeah. Like, I don't now, even know if I could be in a movie, a movie doing a that. Movie is that one, would a movie me. is one thing, though. Like, for for the scenes, you kind of have to point it at I somebody. I get it, but that would still be scary to me. Thinking someone handed me this. Mm -hmm. But again, it goes back to the first point you made. We're used to that. We know that like that is there could be a live. It could just I don't know. It's just like, oh. Now, some of the initial stories that came out of this and it's hard to find now, but I do remember this. 
um, it, he was actually playing like a prank on this poor gal. Like it wasn't part of the like what you're saying, Ben. Like if it's mm-hmm. part of the scene and it's during the movie and you got to point it at him, that's not when this happened. They weren't even filming. They weren't even filming. It was a prank on her, and that's why he actually ended up shooting the person that was standing behind her, Jose uh, <clears throat> Souza. It was like um, an the director. assistant, yeah. assistant director or something, yeah. yeah. Uh, Helena Hutchins was 42, and then he also wounded the director that was standing behind her. So that also proves that it wasn't during a live shot, that the, the initial reports that came out on E mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. that it was just a prank gone wrong. Well, then that really didn't fly with people, so we erased that story, get that out of the headlines. Jeez. And even even this story that just came out a day ago on the New York Post, you know, very liberal publication, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're even saying, look, we're not even saying you pulled the trigger, but the fact remains you were holding a firearm and it discharged and you shot somebody to death. Yeah. Okay, that, so they're just saying magically so to, a bullet comes out without well, that's putting your finger said. on the trigger? He's like, I don't know. Well, we'll get, I've got some stuff on that that, <laughs> okay. that does add up. But oh. uh, again, so back to the basics. You get that gun handed to you. Mm-hmm. You check to see if it's loaded or not, mm-hmm. period. That's just what you do. Yep. It takes two seconds and someone gets prevented from dying. Mm-hmm. Any any person who is a gun person who would actually spend time to understand guns and understand the rules and understand how they work and respect them would do that. Yes, that's what so I was trying to say earlier. That's, like mm-hmm. that's problem number know. one. Mm-hmm. This guy does not. He does not respect guns. He doesn't think people should have them. He thinks the rights should be limited, and therefore he has not gone through any kind of training or any kind of formal yep. experience or anything like that. As a as a perfect contrast you can take somebody such as and you could name a number of people mm-hmm. but somebody such as keanu reeves in the movies that he's been in most notably john wick mm-hmm. this dude you can find video after video after video of this guy on the range just absolutely owning it yeah he knows absolutely everything about he's him. phenomenal in those three gun those three gun yeah, yeah. Uh, competitions yeah i promise you that that guy he gets a gun handed to him on set he checks it oh yeah that's that's just what he does. He probably doesn't even think about it and checks it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is this is point number one. Um, so what? Know. I'm a big Keanu Reeves fan, by the way. Yeah, he's great. Whoa, he's great. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to what you were talking about with did he pull the trigger or not, whatever, and and was it <clears throat> were they messing around? So this is in a, a 2020 interview that he did, and he specifically says we were doing a rehearsal, so this was not. It's not the prank that initially came out. Okay. Yep. Okay. And, right. and so they changed it, the name to rehearsal. But it was not a re, like the actual movie recording. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to say that um, the uh, the photographer or the filmographer or whatever you call it, the lady that got shot, um, is directing him on what to do with the gun because she's looking through the camera and she's watching him. He's holding it up. Hold your gun lower. Go to the right. Okay, right there. Yeah, do that. Now show it a little lower. And he says she gets me to position the gun. So he's he's kind of kind of putting that blame on her. Like, she's yeah. telling me where to point it. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. She told me to do it. And then he says, uh, she's guiding me through how she wants me to hold it for this angle. I'm holding it where she tells me to hold it, which ended up being aimed right below her armpit. What happens next is a mystery. Mystery. Yeah. Jeez. So he says. Uh, Unbelievable. So then they say in the interview, they say to get the shot. He needed to cock the gun but not fire it. He says, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. Okay. He says, I cock the gun. I go to her. 
can you see that? Can you see that? And then I let go of the hammer and the gun goes off. I let go of the hammer of the gun and the gun goes off. And the guy's interviewer, so you never pull the trigger? No, no, no. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them. This is what he says. Mm-hmm. So with a wheel gun, you know, revolver uh-huh. style, yep. you can manually pull the hammer back. Mm-hmm. And if you don't cock it into place and you have it pulled back far enough and mm-hmm. let it fly, it's going to strike a bullet yeah. it, and it, make it fire. Yes, it can definitely. Yeah. Discharge. So that's what he's saying happened. Maybe that happened. Maybe it didn't. Regardless, someone got shot. Mm-hmm. That action was taken. He took that action. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all there is to it. There, that's all there is to it. I mean, it. off the yeah. movie set, do do cops come to a house and someone could say the same thing and, and not get charged with murder? No, right. absolutely not. Or anywhere. Oh, yeah. but that's right. We're a celebrity. We're out in Cali somewhere. We're. I. I don't. I don't know why. Why do. He, why does he get thrown grace and? Oh, I didn't do it. That's bull. So they go on to talk about that. Um, he doesn't realize for about forty-five minutes to an hour later that he had actually shot a real bullet and out that of the is gun. Such shit. So the bullet goes through the lady, hits. The individual behind her, they both mm-hmm. go down. Yeah. He says something along the lines of, oh, we were thinking maybe she had a heart attack or something. So you're not going to check on her and see that there's For a- For 45 minutes, like no a, one has rushed to her help. Well, I think some people did, but he personally didn't realize until or 45 didn't minutes care. later. he Who knows? Who knows what's going on in this guy's head? But uh, <clears throat> so then they go on to- um, speak with some of the other crew members. And, um, and and first of all, Baldwin says, accidental discharges of blanks or dummy rounds on film and television sets are common. Um, crew members have since said, with this particular movie, that there had already been at least one accidental discharge on this set, and it was just days before this incident. So again... It's already happened once? Prior to that. On Rust? On the exact set. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you got lucky once so then how does the intensity not get raised on on the safety of the whole thing instead they go out shooting the night before and having fun and mixing the guns and the lives and the yeah (laughs) the dummy rounds so i mean does he ever say that he thought there was a dummy round in there i mean that's what he's thinking correct so he he, he says he says that um this other individual who who did get charges i believe um, Halls was the guy's last name, if I can remember that correctly. But anyway, um, <clears throat> he says the guy, or no, that might not have been Halls. That might have been the, either way, it doesn't matter. There was another guy on the scene who actually handed him the gun. And he, said it was fine. And, and and the guy told him that it was a cold gun, meaning no live rounds, apparently. Uh, <laughs> that's the way that they understood it. Okay. Um is that what that means, that other Andy? That other guy went on to say that it was something that he never checked himself. It was mm-hmm. something that he was told. So the gun had been handed between like three people and at no least. And no one checked him. And that was Baldwin in the in his interview said it was a cold gun. Yeah. And I think he's mixing up terminology or just making terminology up himself to sound like he does have street cred. Because if a gun is hot, doesn't that mean it's stolen? That doesn't mean it has a live round right. in it. You, right. Yeah. You actor. <laughs> yeah. And and if you if you're a gun person and you listen to these interviews, 
you know, if you spend a good amount of time around them and, and again, you understand them, you respect them, you know, the terminology. Yeah. This guy clearly does not know any of the terminology. No. Um, as he talks through how a gun works and, you know, looking at his clip and so on and so forth. Like that's a movie phrase. Like sure. that's not even a real thing. Yep. And he probably says, I can't believe there was ballistic tips in it. There wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So I, last thing I have here, <clears throat> they, uh, they went on to say that they talked to a couple of crew members and um, this is directly from this 2020 interview. It says some crew members have described the fatal accident as a symptom of a production in disarray, leveling allegations in the press and in civil litigation of unsafe work conditions, long hours, insufficient housing accommodations, and underqualified hires. Just mm. hours before the shooting, several crew members walked off the set in protest. Oh. So you mm. clearly have a mess. Oh, yeah. yeah, a hot mess going on. And somebody is responsible for this. Yeah. So, uh, goes back to the boss. Yeah. Alec himself. And in this case, the boss is the one that actually, well, allegedly mm-hmm. pulled the trigger. Well, pulled the hammer back. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we say, I mean, he was holding the gun and it went off. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, uh, just boil it back down to that. Here's a, I'm just kind of going through that New York Post article that just came out couple days ago. And uh, here's here's a quote from old Alec that really got the other side mad, like his people mad at him. And here, here it is word for word. What you have, this is Alec Baldwin addressing the media, what you have is a certain group of litigants on whatever side who their attitude is, well, the people who likely seem negligent have enough money. And the people who have money are not negligent. But we're not going to let that stop us from doing what we need to do in terms of litigation. Why sue people if you're not going to get the money? That's what they're doing. And yeah. that, I mean, that really pissed off uh, this deceased um, lady's husband. Well, that's what I was mm. going to say. Where are they in all this? And even the New York Post, this writer says, what a disgustingly insensitive, arrogant, dismissive, soulless way to behave towards a man whose wife is dead because of Baldwin's actions. Yeah. You couldn't say it better than that. Yeah. Right there. Like, he is so unaware that he, he took someone's life. He's still pushing blame. Yeah. It's and, somebody else's and fault. And now it's the damn lawyer's fault. Yeah. And now it's so removed from him just actually doing this. Like and saying, I'm sorry. No, he's definitely not going to say he's sorry. You know? Yeah. They, um, you, you know, and, and like you said, it it was an accident. I mean. We all agree on that. Yes. Yeah. And but but that doesn't take away uh, your legal responsibility, you know, mm-hmm. of killing somebody. And accidents, most accidents happen because of someone being negligent in one form or another. Right. All those things that you were talking about is kind of adding up to this being a yeah. possibility. Yeah. So, yes, it was an accident, but that doesn't mean that it couldn't have been prevented. And that doesn't mean that the person who could have prevented it shouldn't be responsible mm-hmm. i mean it's it's again it's it's pretty cut and dry to me yeah i don't i don't really understand what the debate's about i i don't either uh, other than it's it's really putting another limelight on that there's two categories or classes of people the haves mm-hmm. and the have-nots and if we're dealing with the have-not right now i mean you'd own it you would have no other option here yeah and you'd also have a public figure like Alec Baldwin grandstanding 
gaslighting. Is that a term that you use now? Right. Saying, see? See yeah. what happens when we yeah. let those people have guns? Yep. They just shoot each other yep. and kill each other. God. Even injure the people behind the people they kill. Mm-hmm. No, that was you, Alec. You shot somebody. Yeah. So what's the, there is a verdict or? Well, didn't something get dropped? Yeah, there's a few things going on. and, and as, So it's not closed. As we are recording this today, um, just yesterday, some new information came out that, that I want to get into. That's going to take us just a few minutes um, because it's very telling as well uh, in one way or another if you really look into it. So let's get into that. But first, before we do that, let's take a quick break. The Common Folk Podcast is brought to you by one of the newest and coolest brands in the outdoors, Stock and Rod. Stock and Rod brings to the outdoors person quality apparel items that you can be proud to sport. The gear is top-notch and the designs are second to none. Stock and Rod also represents some of the biggest names in the outdoor social media and YouTube space by handling the design, production, and sale of their own branded merch. Check them out at www.stockandrod.com. Stock and Rod. Wild game on. All right, we're back. So let's get into the um, the charges here and what has happened the last couple of days. So I'm just going to read something real quick here <clears throat> off of uh, a news site. Um, I think this is from NBC. It says uh, an involuntary, involuntary manslaughter charge has been downgraded. A significant win for Baldwin, who is accused in the fatal shooting on the New Mexico set of Rust. Um, He was charged with involuntary manslaughter, accusing him of having skipped required firearms training and having created a climate of recklessness on the set. So I think we've pretty well painted that picture. Mm -hmm. Um, What they call a a firearm enhancement to the charge could have made the crime punishable by a mandatory sentence of five years in prison. So basically... He was charged with involuntary manslaughter. <clears throat> involuntary manslaughter can be achieved by any number of things. Right. You, you run somebody over in a car and you didn't see him there. Exactly. So they had an, an enhancement on this charge that has specifically to do with a firearm because that's what he used. And that was going to get him a minimum of five years in prison. Um, let's see. The district attorney dropped the enhancement this past week. Um, so it now means that he's going to face a max of 18 months. So he was five months in for, or five years in for sure. Yep. And now he's a max of 18, which probably means he's not going to get any, maybe six, but, uh, if he's convicted. So, um, let's see, they go on to say they removed the firearm enhancement, uh, the prosecutor. Execution's priority is securing justice, not securing billable hours for big city attorneys. So they're trying to back down, saying, like, we're not going to just put a bunch of time into this so they can make more money. Um, Let's get into that real quick. So first of all, this is the way that I understand that. Uh, They're in New Mexico, so I assume this is a New Mexico rule or law. I don't know if it's a federal thing or what. But from what I understand, the firearm enhancement required the discharging of a firearm, which is what he did. Mm -hmm. The technicality is that supposedly, and I haven't looked any of this up myself, but supposedly this enhancement was put into law or rule after he actually committed the crime. Mm -hmm. Oh. 
So well, he committed a crime on X date. This enhancement was upgraded with this particular language mm-hmm. on a date after that. After. So was that coincidence or? Well, I think the bill was model. written up a long time before that, and yep. it didn't actually get passed or put into law until after it. So it, I think this just happened like right in between, like in the middle of the process. And um, when they finally got to filing, it's like, oh, well, this falls under that new enhancement law. And once again, and it's, I'm not, I haven't looked enough into it, um, but it does seem like, okay, if you're going to own a gun, this is going to be another hoop and everything else that you're going to have to jump through. Mm-hmm. You know, this just feels like something um, the left would really push for just yeah, to make it right. even more difficult to own and operate, protect yourself with a firearm. Yeah. And from what I understand, this enhancement existed prior prior to um, this this incident, but it, it existed in a different form. And what the form was in was of just you just having a gun in your hand and essentially like threatening somebody with it, mm. like waving it around or whatever. That's how the enhancement existed. So they're saying, no, he was not intentionally threatening somebody with a gun. And the enhancement in its form at that time, here's how it exists. So he's not responsible for that. But didn't you read that he was pointing it at her? Yeah, but it was it like, was more of an intent thing. I'm thinking, yeah, like, like right. you're you're. So in that case, like you premeditated. Could, yeah, like that thing? that was a movie. Like they're doing their thing. They're just you know they're they're but, they're setting up a scene. Whatever. It yeah. it wasn't a an actual criminal walking into a gas station yes. waving a gun around okay. saying, "Hey, I'm going to kill you." Right, gotcha. right. You know. Yeah, using it in that type of fashion. Yeah. And in one way or another. Um, what surprises me is that, you know, any gun rule, any gun law that's mm. going to come out, that's going to make it, make people have to spend more time in jail or have more severe penalties or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mr. Baldwin's already made it clear that he's going to support that. Oh, yes. Yeah, you're right. So, huh. so now <clears throat> when one of those things plays against him, Hmm. He's like, oh well, no, hang on a second. No, I can get out of that one. Yeah, that's hasn't been passed yet, has it? Right, that, that's, right, that, right. That, that hasn't hit the floor yet. Yeah. If the guy here, here's where I'm at with this. If the guy truly believes what he says, then what he should do is he should do the time, and he should launch some campaign from jail of awareness mm-hmm. of what all happened why this shouldn't have happened, how this could stop from happening again, and use his platform at yeah. that point to really drive something that he claims mm-hmm. he's passionate about. Like that you'll do on movie sets and have all these checkpoints and stuff. Yeah, Is that any, what you're any about? of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or even any rules, period, any, behind guns yeah. and people getting killed. He would have a platform at that point from mm-hmm. jail. Like, mm-hmm. he, like he, could True. Do, he could do something so good that no yeah. one has ever done. Yeah, yeah. he won't do from that. From jail. Please. But here, but here's my point, and this is when you get to you start figuring out what people's real priorities are, what their real motivations are. Mm-hmm. No, he's not going to do that. Mm-mm. He doesn't want to go to jail for five years. Mm-mm. He's he's afraid of that. He wants he wants his six months, if that, his house arrest, pay the money, collect his paycheck, mm-hmm. and move on, and then probably still talk shit on Twitter about guns and and continue to profit off the use of guns in his movies right. and all of his acting jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything for some money. 
Yeah, and then and then his latest round of placing blame on others, uh, it's it's because he makes so much money. That's why people are after him. No, oh, they're gosh. after you because you 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 shot somebody. Yeah. yeah, that's why they're after you. And they're also after you for what I think we have made clear in that you've talked all this trash about this industry and about guns and 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 Second Amendment rights and so on and so forth, and now. You're one of the people that did something mm-hmm. that all of these other people that you talk trash about supposedly had done, and you're not going to own up to it. Yep, you're going to blame it on everyone else. Yep, it's someone else's fault for he blamed for what the person that he shot. It was her fault. Yeah, yeah, for setting it up for for having him point it right, that way. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. It is. Unbelievable. I mean, it really is crazy when you think about it. No, nah, he he. <laughs> it's just not the same if yeah. it was in real life and not on a movie set. It just seems so unfair. It it is. It's a it's a they play with a different uh, deck of cards. Yeah, that's they do for sure on a few different levels there. Uh, and Ben, I love your idea there. Where I mean, he could do so much good and use that platform to promote gun safety checkpoints. Just setting up some type of a course that hey, every time you come in contact with a firearm handgun rifle whatever you do these four things before you know your next step yeah mm-hmm. and saying i yep. didn't maybe i should have yep yep check the chamber you, you know use his platform and his situation um for what what would be good in his eyes mm-hmm. and uh and own up and 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 use that example like no one else would be able to. He caught so much negative publicity with that interview he did on ABC. And after that, he's still, he's actually doubled down, still going the other way. I mean, this quote I just read from him, now he's blaming the lawyers too. Uh, it's just his self-awareness is very, very poor. <laughs> he's know, such like a he, coward. There you go. He's And he's a hypocrite. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. The last thing that I have here is it looks like it's a... Uh, a statement from his attorney. The guy says um, he he calls the charges a terrible mis- miscarriage of justice. Really, hmm. uh, he has previously said the defense would fight the accusations and win. And here's a quote: Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set. He relied on the professionals with whom he worked. And again. Just anywhere on the movie set, even the night before yeah. when you guys were practice shooting, and he hired mm-hmm. those professionals, or he was part of it. I mean, that's one of his yeah. titles. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. just passing it off. Yeah, it's uh, today is Tuesday when we're recording. We'll, we'll probably have this out Wednesday or Thursday ish. Yeah. Um, it says that the next court date is scheduled for Friday, and so I believe, would be I believe this that's Friday. this week. So yeah, when folks are. Uh, listening to this they'll kind of be up to speed on what's going on and um yeah it looks like this was published on the 20th so it'll be this friday um and then hopefully we'll be able to hear maybe what happens at that next court date yeah maybe do a a, you know run it back uh and the article that i've been referencing was actually published this morning so yeah uh, it's a pretty new one super new yep yeah Yeah, it's wild man so yeah i mean once again like we are pro-gun Mm-hmm. I think everybody should have a gun. I think everybody should go through like a hunter safety type of course. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a hunter safety, but something. I mean, even if you don't own a gun and you just come across one, or you get asked to held one on a movie set because you're an actor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I mean, it would make a lot of sense if somewhere along the line you had some type of training, and it also help with this 
culture of people that are just deathly afraid of guns. Yeah. You shouldn't be afraid of a gun if it's just sitting there on a table. Right. That gun is not going to do anything to you. It will if Alec Baldwin's holding it. Yeah, if, if, but that's also part of the learning <laughs> we're trying to get people to understand. Yeah, if, yes. an, if an Alec Baldwin-esque character has a weapon, you know, it, it, yeah. it's like we said in the beginning here. You know, you walk in, say you walk in this room and there's a gun sitting on the middle of this table. What you're going to do, if you're by yourself, is first of all, you're going to be like, hey, uh, whose gun is this or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then if you need to move that thing, you're going to pick it up. You're going to open the action. You're going to see if it has any live rounds in it. You're going to see if it has a safety, put it on safety, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you know the condition that gun's in. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Yeah, But one that doesn't or isn't as familiar, I mean, obviously I'm not compared to you guys, to just, I could see how that could scare somebody. Oh, yeah. Like a, just a gun sitting there mm-hmm. if you don't know how to open it. That could be scary. But you're I'm gonna, just saying, but from you're the gonna, outside. You're smart enough. Though, you've been around it enough. I have, but those that, that gonna, haven't. Yeah, but I'm not saying that maybe you would even know how to clear that gun, but you would figure out how to handle that. Yes. It wouldn't be like a, oh my gosh, what do we do? Like, we just ignore this thing. We don't talk about it. We're not sure. Like, what's happening? You right. Know? No, of, you're right. A lot of people, and this kind of kills me, they talk about handguns like a like the scenario we're talking about you go into a room and a handgun's sitting there on a table they view it like a pit bull mm-hmm. well first off pit bulls are whatever you want to call it you know mm-hmm. it's kind of once again how is that dog raised okay right, yeah. but even there a gun is not just going to decide to like turn its head over and start biting at you or start mm-hmm. barking at you that 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 you can't have that type of a mindset mm-hmm. but a lot of people do and it's it's not all their fault i'm not playing they're led to believe that through mm-hmm. movies like Alec Baldwin's in. You better be afraid of guns. I got a gun. I can shoot you. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it's this false narrative of glorifying guns and, and wars. It's it's not all a good thing, but it's a big moneymaker in Hollywood. So they're going to continue to do that. And the actors who don't like the gun scene are still very willing to make money off of it. Yes, they <laughs> are. Part of part of the uh, double standard we're kind of talking about here. Yeah, hundred percent. Know? So yeah, I don't know, man. It's a it's an interesting topic. It's kind of a crazy thing that what's going on and 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 you know when you look at all the pieces of it. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's going to set a little bit of a precedence yeah. going forward. I think. Yeah. Maybe when we get one of our guests back on, like Dean or somebody, get his perspective. I I like hearing from those type of guys. Yeah. You yeah. Because yeah. uh, everyone has a different look on it, and different spin on it, and hey, right. we're just common folk, so we mm-hmm. want to hear from everybody. Yeah. What do we know? Yeah. Not much. <laughs> I mean, never shot anybody, but okay. All right. yeah. <laughs> I got that going. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. All right, cool. Well, I think that's all I got on this one. We'll see, Sounds like I said, good. this week, see what Alrighty. happens, and uh, we'll pay close attention. But uh, until next time, we appreciate it. All right, peace. Later. Later.